What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Quiet Part Loud podcast. Today's episode is a conversation with Tony Lazar. Tony Lazar is the founder of London Basketball Association, which is a registered charity uh, that helps support and develop the basketball community in London and around the UK. He is in charge of running their certification programs, their training programs, their mentor programs, their their pickup games and everything else that goes along with it. He's a lifelong basketball fan, as am I, so it was a really cool conversation and uh, and really nice to sit down with him and just pick his brain as to you know how the LBA came about, what they do, and ultimately where they're going. So uh, it, I enjoyed the conversation. I hope you guys do as well. So without further ado, please welcome Tony Lazar. Shut up and sit down. So my name is Tony Lazar, um, founder of the London Basketball Association, um, grew up in the UK but also American. Um, started London Basketball Association off of the back of starting a club, London Pioneers Basketball Club. This was the first one? Yeah, that okay. was in 20, 2008, started Pioneers. Um, and we had some really great core people um, start that. Some of them were philanthropists. But then um, their kids were playing in the in the team and stuff, and they moved on, and we merged it over to Greenhouse Sports, which is really like a um, a chari- a sports charity that's really at the top of its game in okay. terms of this country. So we try and you know Greenhouse charity, yeah, Greenhouse okay. Sports, and we try and you know mimic the best or copy from the best mm-hmm. where possible because you know uh, it just makes sense. Um, so anyway, um, 2012 um, went separate ways and started the London Basketball Association just because felt. It needed, the sport needed quality. Um, and so we, whatever LBA does, it has to have quality attached to it. Um, we thought there was a huge need, you know, for infrastructure. And we wanted to take on that challenge and that responsibility. Um, not working in isolation, but okay. we wanted to do it in, in the best way possible. And that's actually unite people and make the foundation strong. So actually it's, it's a viable sport and bring money into the sport and i think we put just shy of a million pounds in the eight years saying that we're going into the millions this year 2020 okay Okay. and that's probably just going to propel from here onwards because you know the hardest is the begin is the the beginning is the hardest say the first million is the hardest right oh 100 percent um it's it's the hardest and then you kind of hopefully will plateau out but then you know go on another tandem and yeah um go further talk to me about the dna of lba Mm. right like talk to me about why talk to me about the why why so um so it was known that basketball in london is quite territorial um and for lack of a better word we was told or i was told personally um and there was a report done that it was incompetent an independent report so incompetent and um, what was incompetent? Just basketball in London. Oh, just in terms of its setup, its yeah, framework, yeah. its foundation, yeah. all yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, and you know that kind of bothered me because there's so many great people doing things, and it's really, uh, I would always say, stems from a, a financial point of view. Because if you got the money, you could put in the infrastructure. Of course you can. And then you can start to um, maneuver and streamline and have structure to allow things to be viable. Well, that's the efficiency of process. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So. That's what we want to do is um, um, 
lay these kind of foundations. What, yep. what was your question, sir? Just in terms of the DNA of it, right? Like, there's something. In, there was something in you yeah, that okay. said there's there's something missing mm. in terms of what you were just saying there. Mm-hmm. How basketball is run in London. Yeah, the fact that it's quite fragmented. Yes, yeah. Seen as incompetent. Yeah, you saw something, which is why all great things get started and built because yeah, there's yeah. a need for it. Yes, yeah. So um, it'd be it'd be nice to talk about that. I haven't really thought about that in a while. I spoke about it, so it'd be nice to air that. Yeah, please. And I would say, you know, I came from. Uh, um, well, first I say, my coach James Markham, um, aka Jimmy. You know, he was very inspirational, still is to this day, and um, he set certain core values and let me understand that the sport of basketball has transferable skills. So I took the um. What everything I learned from the sport and just put it into a business, I guess. Even though we are a charity, we, we tend to run it like a business because, in fact, um, society tells you to run it like a business yes. um, in order to become sustainable. Anyhow, so Coach Jimmy was my coach, and we was at Westminster Warriors Basketball Club. Okay. And Steve Alexander, you know, he was like the head of basketball in London, mm-hmm. and everybody knew him. He's like the godfather in a way. And uh, if it wasn't for him and that club, I probably wouldn't be here speaking to you now. Okay. And um, then you had some other very influential people like Namo Shire, um, who's done some of the or the biggest things in basketball in this country. Really? Today from Midnight Madness, London School of Basketball. Okay. Um, Reach and Teach. Uh, it's like uh, the the London City Royals, you know, whatever. Sure. He knows how to do things like on a, on a big scale and actually give basketball some recognition. Yeah. Um, but, um, and these are your mentors. These are your the you people say, you kind of yeah. came up with yeah, that yeah, kind of exactly. took that guidance yeah. from, right? That whole Westminster Warrior was so influential. Even to today, like, days, you know, I came from that as well. Sure. Um, so LBA stemmed from that. And um, they were so influential. And I don't know, something just struck a chord with me because um, to say, look, basketball saved my life and I'm going to help others through basketball as well because I know the benefit of it. Um, and it, it, when we started, we said, hey, we can't be good at just doing the work, i.e. coaching and stuff. Sure. We've got to be good at um, reviewing it. Yes. So that's like the data. Um, that's yeah. learning. Exactly. Exactly. And you, um, what you don't measure, you can't... Um, well, everything's abstract. Yeah, right? yeah that's right. That's yeah. A, you know, evidence supported by data is fact. And that gives you a pivot point to move forward, you know, at and Exa- with. Exactly. And you know where you're going. That's, exactly. That's the, that's the road that you're paving for yourself. And society respects that. Of course. You know, if you don't have it, you don't have a voice. You don't have the numbers. Like, they just don't recognize it. So I think that's how we've been successful in, like, fundraising and stuff like that. Nice. Um, so and when I was 16 years old, actually, I won a, a bursary. Okay. With the Millennium Scheme Award. And they said, hey, here's a 1,000 pounds. You bid to do a basketball tournament. Go and do it. So I did that, like, 16 years old. And, like, from there, that kind of just sparked something. And yeah, you found it. Plus my coach um, just kind of influenced me to love the game so much and help me through it. Well, we're the sum total of the people we surround ourselves with. And yeah. and it sounds like that core yeah. kind of group of folks when you were, you know, a teenager was yeah, the but, incubation point. Yes, but you also had, like, some other key factors, like my mom. Of course. And um, the friends around me, you know, a lot of them that I grew up with, um, you know, they would all, like, um, smoke and maybe sell drugs. Sure. And, you know, so this kind of gave me another path in life. And I could very easily be on a different path. But, yep. you know, I chose this path and it's just, I'm really excited. Every day I wake up just excited and love the challenge and, you know, really committed to it. 
it was the same sort of thing for me. I can't, you know, I, I grew up in a single parent household. It was me, my mom, my sister. Mm. You know, I grew up in Canada, mm. and you know, the number one sport over there is hockey. Okay, yes. But yes. a single mom to buy hockey equipment a for a young boy who's growing year on year on year mm. is not sustainable. Mm. But she had to get me out of the house right. to blow my energy off and right, do something, right. and it was basketball. So it would just consume me by you know, sort of the age of fourteen, and that led me through college, mm. you know, and gave me a path because mm. a small town that I grew up in, it was all the same thing. It right. was drugs. It was yeah. drug dealing or yeah. drug taking yeah, or, yeah. you know, just messing around on the corner doing nothing. Mm. And that gave me direction. So I completely understand where you're coming from and, and, and that passion. And, and, and that's why I was really interested in talking to you as well. Yeah. And then I think a key thing for me was uh, mentors, you know, I always had like exceptional mentors at every stage in my life. And it kind of just attracted them to me at that, that point, you know, from Georgia Buba, um, mm-hmm. Israel Mazin, um, just to name two. And there's so many. I don't, I don't, I don't want to even name Sure, them, sure, sure, sure. Lot, but they all bring success. You know, they all breed positivity. They all breed reality. And that's one thing they told me. Always have reality checks, you know, because um, you could think you got it right and all that, but you could be on the wrong path. Or, you need a sounding board. You need a sounding board. You need somebody to bounce those ideas off and say, listen, slow down a little bit. Maybe pivot a little bit. Maybe consider this a little bit. You know, from those who have experienced and have come before. Exactly. And even one of them recently, because I'm the founder of the charity, even though we've got trustees and stuff, uh, one of them sees me every week. And he kind of cracks the whip on me. Right. Which is good, because as a CEO, you're kind of like the head of the organization. Who cracks the whip on the head? You know, so he kind of does that. And I need that. Um, Even though... um, and I, I'm sure we'll get into this a bit more in the conversation. Sure. With LBA setup right now, it's 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 just phenomenal. Um, I like to take everything from basketball to the business world, and mm. I wanted to build the dream team, right? Okay. So probably going to digress a bit about the no, no, now. you go where you want to. So about two years ago, I said, right, we need to build the dream team in the office. Yeah. And we got six departments: HR, accounts, marketing, IT, to name a few. Sure. So it's probably like seven departments. <laughs> And we want one paid person in each, and then we've got volunteers who support that paid person. Okay. And that's kind of our, our philosophy until we can afford to pay two people and have volunteers. And scales support. up. It's, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we literally, this month, just solidified our dream team. So every right. department has got a paid person in there now with two volunteers, where it just started with me. Mm-hmm. I put 2,000 pounds of my own money into Style and, um, you know, it just grew exponentially every year. Sure. And, you know, we relied on volunteers. It was crazy. We took on anybody and everybody. I remember taking on like Italians who couldn't even speak that good English. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're twisting my head right now. It is crazy. Yeah. I remember going home and just be like, I spent half my day trying to translate. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest thing ever. But I tell you, all of these things are just lessons in life. Like Kobe said to his best friend, you know, enjoy the hard roads, especially when. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and I, we'll I talk guess, about that later. Yeah, as well, for yeah, sure, right for sure. So I think what I've done naturally because I read a lot of um my coach Jimmy and um Patrick Abortier, mm-hmm. we used to do a lot of self help books and reading and then communicating together. So one thing I've, I've had since I was twenty one years old is a very positive um, mindfulness, you know. Yeah. And so going through all these hard times, I said, "All right, we'll get through this. There's brighter days. This is a lesson to be." Adjust, progress, 
So anyway, we used to take on so we took on like seventy people every wow. year. Wow. For the last just volunteers. Volunteers. Right. And they come and go. So right. you gotta train them up. That investment in people is long as well. Then they bounce. Yep. Then you got three more coming in. Start over. Start over. Yep. Seventy people. That is hard. That's crazy work. work. So from that though, what birthed was this this great process of recruiting people, mm-hmm. vetting people. So it's viable. So when you, a volunteer comes in, right, it has to be a great experience first and foremost. Yep. So we can do that. Of course. And the way you do that is kind of provide clarity. Yep. So they can come and it's not a mess. Oh, what's happening here? Yep. I, I don't even know who I am. What I'm, who are you? Who's what am I that? supposed to be doing? Yeah. It's just clarity from the get-go. And um, here's what you can do. We're going to train you up. And then, you know, but you got to be self-sufficient as well. Off you go. We're not here to babysit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but we're definitely here to support and stuff like that. But so now you've got that solid foundation in so, place, yeah, yeah. and that allows growth. It really does because now you've got consistency mm-hmm. in place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to allow you to focus your time on the important things, which is 100%. next level stuff. And only up until mid last year, I've been able to not um, do the day to day stuff build the organization smart yeah so own and that's so we're eight years old in july 3rd so that's seven and a seven years let's just say of me doing the day to day every day grinding yep and then only so that's six months ago i was able to step back rely on the partial dream team let me go and do this a little if bit something this, extra yeah yep. if i can go and do that the what um build the organization everyone in the organization gonna be a lot more happier definitely and lo and behold, in that six months, we've raised, I would say, a quarter of a million pounds. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. It's and like, that's on you. Yeah, it's on us. But it's on us. Yes. But, you, but you've got the time to be able to go out and do those things and, yes. and at least plant seeds, right? That can 100%. grow. 100%. For sure. And, you know, we set the goal at the beginning of the year. Let's raise a quarter of a million. And we did it. This year, it's half a million. And I'm going to say we're going to get to probably 600,000. Nice. And that's all going to be injected into London. So that's what I was going to say. So that you raise that money. Mm. And then what does that money do for mm. the community, for LBA? Well, how does that yeah. get used? How does it get okay, so, you know, allocated? So one thing I'll say is there's this whole perception of if you donate to a charity, right? If you mm. give me a pound for LBA, you want that whole pound to go to the project or that kid. doesn't work right. that way. It doesn't work that way. No. It's... um. I would say approximately a 50-50 or 70-30. If you're lucky, you can get 70. It goes to that kid because there's so many overheads and things are important that allow you to grow. Yes. You know, if you don't have the organization, you can't even go out to the court and coach the kid. No. You know, so, and but there's this perception and I get it. And it's, you do want that, most of that money to go to that kid. Sure. But the, the but it doesn't function for that kid yeah. unless part of that donation runs the business, yes. runs the charity, which Definitely. has to be run like a business, yes. right? A hundred percent. And there's so many things made from office space to to good people because whoever you let in your organization, they're gonna make it or break it. Hundred percent. So you want quality people, and we've been paying not the best prices, but we're going up and up and up, and the personnel is going up and up and up, and the people who did it at the lower rates, credit to them. You know, because they did it and they did a, a solid job as well. They never came in and said, I'm going to do it for this amount, but I'm going to do a crap job just because it's that. No, that was never the attitude. Never know? had those people. Nah, nah, never. It doesn't go anywhere if you have exactly. that, those people around you. Exactly. So tell me about like what, what 
what's the nuts and bolts of LBA? Mm -hmm. So you do training, okay. you do certification. Yes, yeah. Run me down the list okay, of everything so, that LBA provides. Right. So our first program was holiday activities. Okay. All right, that was our number one, our, our first program. And we run it to this day. So when we start things, we generally continue it, right? Okay. So every holiday, we run provision. So we like to tackle boredom. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll hire the local gym, get some um, pillar coaches down, um, positive role models, and then promote it out. And kids will come down and scrimmage. Nice. Mm. And once what well, we've evolved it slightly, so once they're there, we say, look, because you're at the scrimmage, we want to expose you to the other opportunities. Mm -hmm. So we might bring guest speakers down. Okay. So we brought Julian Hall down one time. He's an entrepreneur. Okay. And he's like, stop. You know, you guys have transferable skills. Who wants to be a, a boss one day? Who wants to be their own owner? Mm. Some people put out their hands. But he says, you know, like what you're doing here, team camaraderie, like being able to shoot the way you shoot. You didn't start off like that. You learned that. You developed that skill. And that's, you can take that into the business. Part. Transferable skill development. There you go. Love it. And then um, we start saying, hey, if you come to these scrimmages, we'll qualify you for free. Oh, wow. Not only that, you can volunteer with us and get paid. Oh, wow. To, um, to referee, coach, yeah, 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 table yeah, yeah. official. So, and actually, there's a shortage of these people in society. Sure. I call them basketball professionals. Sure. I know people, when I say that, people might think players, but I'm thinking coaches, no, 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 referees, no. table officials. Of course. And there's a shortage. So, they're getting paid quite well, like £20 an hour on average. Nice. Um, and they're in demand because there's so many games and um, there's not enough officials. Right. Um, essentially. So, it's going to allow our the ecosystem to be more robust, more viable, yep. more games to be played, more kids to be coached. Um, but it's bringing them in from the community. A hundred percent. And developing them up. And then we give them a lot support. of support. Exactly, exactly. Then you get to give more support, which integrates them into the system, mm -hmm. right? And that hopefully grows the whole sport Definitely. overall. Definitely. So it's training, it's certification, mm -hmm. coaching, mm -hmm. managing. Mentoring. Mentoring. Yeah. Timekeeping, table, table, uh, what do you call them? Like table, table official. Work, table official, that's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And anything else? Like, because I know you do, you obviously you mentioned the scrimmages and you run tournaments yeah. and things like that, right? Yeah. So holiday activities is our first program. Yep. Then the other one is um, get qualified. Okay. And there's a few branches of that. And then some of that we bolt onto the first one, the holiday activities. Nice. Um, so get qualified, kind of just spoke about that, yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And then we have a few other names like Future Talent, Building Basketball's Workforce. Okay. Because there are certain boroughs where we have funding. If you meet the criteria, you can get qualified for free. Right. Or half price and stuff like that. Right, okay. Um, but we open up to the wider community as well. Um, so that's kind of our second program. The next one is Volunteer and Internship Scheme, which any organization can do. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, they've been significant to our success. I said we had 70 people every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven years. And you've got the safeguarding in place as well, right? Because you work with Educare. 100%. Right? How long has that relationship been in place? Three years now. But more to that, London Youth, you know, they have quality marks, gold, silver, bronze. And we got gold mark on those guys. Really? And what that means is that we serve our members to the highest standard. Yes. We have every policy under the sun. You know what? They made us love policies, and that's pretty hard for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget that guy, Gary Hartin. Um, yeah, man. Someone just used that policy like that. It's crazy. But that's the thing, right? Nobody wants to get involved in the in the small print. But right. the small print is, right. is where all the good details are. That's right. where everything that makes you win or lose exactly. long term. Exactly. And if you play those small print points yep. correctly, then that's the setup for exactly. you know, long term success. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so from we got 
the bronze silver goal with London Youth that just expanded our horizons. Sure. And in fact, we want every basketball club to get bronze because that's the policy one. The gold silver, that's good as well. Don't get me wrong, but definitely the bronze. It just expands your horizon, right? And it means that you're able to serve your members to the highest standard. And um, I think basketball needs that. Definitely, because there's a lot of um, you know, and I know the struggle and um. There's a lot of maybe one-man bands where yeah. they used to be. Or, yeah. And they're very good at delivering, but it needs to be an organization. Otherwise, the ceiling can be quite low. Well, you can you can speak to what it's like doing it on your own. Exactly. As a one-man band. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You end up with a bunch of volunteers, and they yeah. can work as hard as they want, but you need that foundation. That's right. Right? So that's, that's the next kind of, I guess, conglomeration of all the people that are in mm-hmm. the basketball world, you know, in London, in the U.K., bringing them together yes yeah connecting them at least exactly so even though we qualify people they're not our people you know no. they can go to any club go to any it's league. a marker it's a certification exactly right exactly. you got your badge now exactly. you're good yeah exactly um so it's good we want to collect like the the data on how what they're doing now a year later 100 percent. a lot of the time we bump into them you know and they're now coaching a team out there or they they're, they're traveling around the world refereeing. You're getting the face-to-face case studies back. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're compiling I, that yeah. as a data set to say, hey, this is why funding this thing means something. Yes. Where we can go with it. You yeah. know, it, it's the data that gives you the next level. And then showcasing that to the world. 100%. Know, so they understand that and they see it and they're like, oh. I There's so much too. talent in this city. Well, it's I crazy. fund it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So talk to me about, talk to, because you've been, you've been in UK basketball forever. Right, a like, long time. Yeah, like, like what? 20, you, 18, 19 years now. Right, so yeah. longer than most. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 you're no. definitely long in the tooth in the game. I would say, right. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, and I'm probably older than you, so I've been playing longer, <laughs> but I haven't been in the community that long, right? But right. Uh, talk to me about the state of UK basketball overall. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So the state of UK basketball, it really fluctuates. So, but it's pretty much just above. You know, scraping the bottom of the barrel, um, from what I understand. So it. not much, not 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 a long way to go before you're absolutely at the yeah, bottom of yeah, where this thing can be. To me, it's that just presents opportunities. There you go. Because I'm thinking, okay, get into it, do my best, and in the time I'm in it, it's gonna rise. And I'll rise with it, and yep. everyone else will too. Because it's not something I want to do by myself and want to take all the credit for, want to make all money for it. For my, it's something that everybody can get involved with. Everybody can, you know, thrive from it. You know, it's it's a life changer, definitely game changer, and it's only a matter of time before basketball in this country is good. Because like I said, you can't really get too much lower than this. You know, it's <laughs> only one way to go. <clears throat> only one way to go. <laughs> so what needs to change? What, 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 what gets it to the next thing? So I think at the top they need to change their policy about you know if you're not winning gold medals at Olympics and silver medals at mm. Olympics and international games, then we won't fund it. Right. We won't even consider it. So government funding's one. Yes, um, um, I guess sponsors, you know, like Budweiser used to be in it, Sunny D, Thurin Free used to be in it, I think Sky used to back it, back in the day. What changed? Um, you put all the eggs in the football basket, the cricket basket, and the rugby basket, and that's it? I'm not really sure, because that was the era I was more playing, and right. I wasn't concentrating on that, so that was like... 90s, different 80s, lanes. 90s, yeah. yeah. So I'm not really sure, but you know, you've got the governing body, um, uh, basketball England. You also yep. got the Wales, the Welsh one, and the Scottish one. Yep. 
and I don't know how in sync they are. So again, we go back to fragmentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they're there, and you know, I'm glad they're there because at least somebody's there, and they never stopped us from doing what we need to do. Um, but I think we should work more together. But I don't know the, their capacity, you know. Sure. So I don't know if they can. Yeah. Do you see LBA as being like the conduit between British basketball, Scottish basketball, and Welsh basketball? When like, you say conduit, what do yeah, you mean? is in okay, well, they might be a bit thin on the ground or they might not have the resources or the talent or the people in place to be able to run it to its efficient levels. Can you be the conduit that provides them the people by... So what, what I mean by that is if LBA gets the funding, if LBA yeah. gets yeah. supported, yeah, yeah. then you can do the work in the community to bring more people in yeah. and hopefully facilitate you know, yeah. not only inspiration around people yeah. who want to play basketball, because I think basketball is the second most played sport in this country, yeah. right? Yeah. And giving kids a place to go yeah. to play it that's safeguarded, it's that's efficient, sport, that's cheap. I mean, a barrier to entry is a ball and some sneakers, there you go. right? Find a hoop or a, or, or even a, a, a milk crate, right? I've had days, like, exactly. you know. Um, but I just wonder if, if an organization like LBA could be that conduit that kind of so let, is all touch the touch points. Um, so the short answer, yes. And I say that because we're in London. Yeah. Um, if you can crack London, the rest of the country could follow because 100%. it's London. Like you could like it's not like it's a different country, like a third world country or something like that. It's London, you know. Yeah. Like, so if you can crack London, you got all these damn companies, corporates here, you know, so I think if um that could be a possibility, um, for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, because everybody's got a co- uh, a social a corporate social responsibility, right? A CSR manifesto exactly. that they've got. Exactly. So where does this come into that? So you know, we just hired last month, beginning of last month, we just hired for the first time ever, our first time, a full-time marketing person. Okay. Yeah, he's right. our marketing guru, Magic. He was... Oh, that's yeah. Magic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now... Multi-talented as well, go. by the looks yes, of it. Yeah, So, it's his job to really take all this data we're getting, mm-hmm. you know, um, and all this good work we're doing in society, yes. in the office, and then put it out there to the wider public, Share some, put some limelight on it. Yeah. Um... Because if we can get the right attention and we keep we keep growing, that's one thing for sure. We're just growing and growing mm-hmm. year on year. Um, so we're going to be in touch with corporates at some point. It's in our plan this year, um, or is that next year's? Mo- I wouldn't say could could be this year, okay. but not really. No, okay. next year. Okay. I would say next year. Right now, we we get money from funding grants. Okay, a lot of grants out there, and um, we're a charity, so we can go for pretty much all of them. Yes. Um, and, uh, it's amazing. It's, it really is amazing. So funding is the huge thing. Funding is the huge funding thing. Is the huge thing yeah. Because that takes the weight and the pressure off 100%. of what next month or the next six months or the next 12 months That's actually right. looks like. Yeah. And so, you can get on with the work. Exactly. So now we actually, as an organization, look six months to a year in advance. Okay. To, and wherever possible, two years in advance. Great. Because then we know what we can say yes to, what we say no to. And it's actually, that's an organization. You know, you're super organized. Yeah. We started off, hey, first year, we're going to do anything and everything <laughs> just to get our name out there and stuff. You know, yeah. But slowly but surely, we're becoming a lot more refined and, and it's, it's a work in progress. But the um, the corporate sponsorship is in the plan. We have plans already in place, but we're not executing them. Okay. I'm not an expert in getting corporate sponsorship. I'm good at getting funding grants. Mm-hmm. But so that's a different lane, though. Yeah. That's a different that's lane. That's totally different, yeah. you know. And um, But when the time comes, guess what? I'm sure a mentor is going to come. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, look, let's do this. I'm going to help you guys get that 
and Beautiful. be comfortable and, and put a strategy together. And have you spoken to the NBA? We we met with them January last year. They came to our office. They came here. They came right here. Okay. And then like a month after that, night came down. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they were both blown away. Really? Yeah, because the templates are... So, another one of our programs is leagues and competitions. Yep. And we do that in the school arena. Okay. You know, the realms of the school. So, yep. we do Westminster City. Yep. Brent. We're going to be doing Lambeth next year. Okay. And we also do a London-wide college league. And, Saw uh, that on the site. Yeah. Yeah. And this, we want to invest in those leagues. It is so exciting. So, oh my Man, there's word. some players in this city as well. There is. There is. There is. There's some great talent. Um. And yeah, that one. Maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. The the, the leagues that we do, but um, mm. the um, I forgot what you're saying. The uh, about the NBA and about oh, the NBA. funding and, uh, and and about how they came down when Nike came down yeah, afterwards. Yeah, they just loved our NBA. Loved our templates. I think to the extent where they said, that, "Hey, we need to be rolling out this kind this of this sort of thing." Yeah, to this standard and level and these kind of pivotal key things that we we're doing. Yeah. Um, but you know they're so big and so targeted yeah. focused on their targets which is great that, that that's super organized you mm. know that they can't even really consider us until eight months down the line right we're having a conversation now but and you know there's so they just got so many opportunities left right and center we i don't know if we i don't know i just get the sense that they got a, their pick of the butt like yeah, whatever's out there they 100%, can have basically but also it's who you talk to definitely it's who you talk, so if you if you got the right person in the room um, and we was at a place where we said, all right, not this year or next year, we'll put a time frame. Say we're going to do something because we have the capacity, but we're not going to sign now because we're in the mid-season or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to put things in place, and we're going to start it from this point. I think that could happen. Okay. So so those relationships are still there? 100%. Nice. And, um, yeah, there's a few, a few avenues with them. And, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it's great because my job is kind of like, just collecting pieces of puzzle of the puzzle, and then every so often I plug that piece into the puzzle, you know, and see the bigger picture dots. a little bit yeah. more, a little oh, bit more. Oh, yeah, things yeah. coming together so amazing right now. That's so good, man. Mm. That's so good. And having a big brother like that, sort of in the back pocket, kind of waiting over there. Yeah, and it could happen. You know, yeah, it's yeah. It, it's a nice kind of star to shoot for as well, and just to keep motivated in the, in terms of going forward. But I just I wanted to ask because obviously yeah. you know they're the big boys. Yes, and Nike they said they want to make deep impact okay so they really needed to understand like we're just going for a rebrand right now you are yeah okay and they said that's good because we don't really understand who you are and if we don't nobody else does others are saying the same thing i'm like you guys are right so great i love that challenge Mm. and it was a matter of time you know um so we've got a full-time marketing guy we've got the rebrand in place i mean things are just slowly but surely coming together so i think with nike we're gonna rekindle the um conversations nice and we'll see because they want to make deep impact we'll show them what we're about and we'll see if there's that synergy will nike do uh what is it uk active uh uk uk active hero or something like that And, and that's that's an initiative around teachers who roll out physical education mm. even if it's not their primary remit mm. so if they're you know science teacher how are they still getting their kids active mm. and, and and using health and and activity and well-being as a as a teaching methodology as well and yeah. and i know nike are heavily heavily invested in that so it goes along the same sort of ethos man mm. so i'm sure you'll have mm. luck with that mm. you know as they come back around and I those hope conversations so, they're continue. our influencer they're a big brother that we want to have yeah they will open doors 
because there's it's funny like sometimes we offer things that are too good to be true mm. you know and people are like nah nah we ain't gonna do it or it takes two years for them to say yes but we'll hound them for two years for sure like Brent we said we wanna run the leagues there we got money to do yep knocking on two years it took for them to say okay cool and then they got a taste of it and this is what happens with us yeah you know it's it's like a gift and a curse but really a gift um, <laughs> it's an opportunity wherever we go people want more yeah you know so yeah, because they got a taste of it and they're like, whoa. It blows my mind that people don't know what this thing is. Uh, I know, You know right? what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know from experience, right? right. You know from experience. Yes, but yeah. people on the outside, they, they they still even today have a certain connotation about basketball, what it is, what it's about, yeah. you know, who's involved in yeah. it and all of that. Yeah, and they yeah. don't see the social impact that it has. They don't see the opportunities that it lends for those who might be a little less fortunate or, 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 or you know those that might be a little lower on the socioeconomic scale and things like that. That was me. Yeah. You know, we didn't have a pot to piss in or a right. window to throw it out of, but right, my right, mom right. could get me a basketball down at Walmart and I could go to the school and start shooting. 100%. And that was it. Yes. Right. The barrier to entry. And then yeah. that takes a kid who could potentially go one way, like we were talking about before goes a completely different way. Right. Right? right. Once they see that, and I'm sure that's part of what they get to see and then they want more, mm. but what else is it? Is it the excitement around like the kids enthusiasm? What, what like, what is it? Because the social impact of this thing, we know already. Basketball is amazing. So why are, are people not getting it? Yeah, well, what's what's the misconception? Well, why, why? Uh, Until they oh, see it. Okay, right? so what, what, what what's is. the problem? <laughs> it's it's not unified enough, one. Right. I don't think it's marketed enough, right. number two. Because um, right so now, it's, it's the TV. NBA's coming to the O2 yeah. in March. Come check it out. <laughs> you got the NBA guys, and then nothing. That's right. They came, they had the NBA week. Yep. And then that's it. It's over. Um, so a lot, like, it's just not on TV. Yeah. Like, you'll have netball on TV. You'll have these other sports. So they're getting that that airtime, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, it's just, but the funny thing is, we're in London. That's metropolitan place. And a lot of people play basketball in London because they're just from international. There's so many, so, and it's just, it's an international sport. So it's a great place to to make it grow here. Yes. And then solidify it, put everything you need in place, and then, Watch it grow. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we said before, like, it's probably, what is it, second or third most played? It's the second most played team sport. Team sport, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Globally, it mirrors that. I right. think the only thing more global than it is probably football. Right, right, right. right, right. I mean, again, another, yeah. you know, low yeah, barrier yeah. to entry, yeah. pair of sneakers, pair of boots, and, yes. a, and a ball, you're good, right? Sports like cricket are kind of dying out. Like in the Caribbean, because um, my dad's from Barbados, so okay. I Caribbean roots. You know, basketball's on the rise. Not cricket, basketball. And that's not just in the Caribbean. I'm sure that's in other places. 100%, man. I I mean, you know, in India, for instance, Mm. there's a huge love for basketball in India. Of course. China. I mean, obviously, we know about China, you know, and how heavily the NBA is invested in there. But everywhere. Everywhere there isn't a there isn't a corner of this planet you can't find somebody slinging a basketball. Right, you right. know what I mean. Me and my boys used to play in the snow. You know, in Canada in winter time. You know, it's like <laughs> it, you just love this thing. You fall in love with That's this right. thing. It means something to people. Yes. You know, but um, the the misconception about you know basketball in in any form is just I think what you said is a lack of exposure to it. Yes, lack of exposure. And UK, I feel like they like their traditional sports from rowing, archery, fencing bowls you know so they had their traditional sports and they they hang on to those you know of course because they're getting funding of course and but dude if you invented cricket today yeah nobody play it if you invented (laughs) baseball today nobody would play it it's crazy come on man they would definitely 
uh, basketball is migrate a to Boston. Of course they yes. would, yeah, and it's yeah. gonna happen inevitably anyhow. Yeah. Well, I tell you, it's it's just growing rifely. You know, like in the schools mm. ten years ago, schools may never have a team. Now they most have got academies. And yeah, they've all got teams. It's ridiculous, like in, in a good way. I remember when I came back twelve years ago. You would never see a bunch of kids walking down the street with a basketball right. amongst them. Now right. I see it almost on a daily I know, basis. Right? It's right? Kind of, I'm like, that's crazy. Oh, it's here. Yeah. It, you might, like, the, the mass might not know about it, but it's here. It, and it doesn't go anywhere because it's so accessible and because it has such amazing benefits to it, not only for what it teaches you about the game, but what it teaches you about things like teamwork. And leadership, and motivation, oh, and hard work, and practice, and, and you know, talking about practice. <laughs> we talking about practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the benefits to it, yeah. You know, and I think people just need to catch on to that. Yeah. And, and then you know, people like yourself, kind of in the middle of it all, yeah. who are so passionate about it. So funny story, um, if I may. Go. So playing, then I became a coach, right? Okay. And in my coaching phase. You know, I had this one primary school, so they were like seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds. Man, they, right after lunch, they would come and try and give me havoc. So I said, okay, i got to do something about this. So what I did was, I said, I came with paper and pencils, right? And I made them, so the next session, they, they I said, all right, welcome class, good morning, good afternoon. Lie down on your black back, close your eyes. Take deep breaths in. Some meditation, visualizing, and I gave them an affirmation. I can do it. This is the simplest one I nice. can think of. They had to say it 15 times in their own head and then shout out loud. And um, then they had actually, yeah, basically, um, that just changed the game. So I started incorporating that into my coaching philosophy. Sure. So before any session, you had a busy day. Yes. Crazy ass day. You yeah. come in here, let's calm your mind. Uh, now I've got your attention. Yeah. Now we can go and learn. And you just visualize yourself being the greatest basketball player on the planet. I watch, you know? um, uh, I watch, uh, his name's Eric Thomas. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, E.T.? Yeah, 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 E.T. Yeah, yeah. It's in London, I think, soon or now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I love him. And, and, and just the way he comes across, right? I can, I will, I must, mm-hmm. right? I, I love that. Like, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. and, and if you just focus the mind in it, and that's what basketball does. I mean, you know, countless hours sitting there just can't leave until I hit the last one, right? I can't leave the foul line until I hit, you know, 50 in a row kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's that Very whole thing. Right. He never left and he made five swishes from, like, deep freeze, you know? Never leave on a miss. Yeah. No, never leave practice on a miss, you know? And it's and it's that kind of mindset that develops out of basketball. It's also the same thing around why I'm so punctual, right? Because my basketball coach, when I was a youngster, when I first got into it, he said, if you're on time, you're late. Right, right. You gotta get there. 10 you better before. be dressed, ready, yeah. and on the court with a ball in your hand, getting That's warmed it. up when it's time to start. Yes, yeah. Don't arrive when it's time to start. That's that, right. You're late. So 15 minutes before mm. is on time. Right, 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 right. right. 30 minutes is early. Yeah. Okay, cool. But if you show up and practices at two, and you show up at two, you're late. That's right. Close the door. See yeah, you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it next time. Right. Go. It teaches you things. It instills kind of you know fundamental behaviors about it, and that's why you know I just absolutely love the sport. And again, that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. So, tell me about these tournaments. Okay. Um. So, one thing we've kind of grown year on year is mm. running great tournaments. So we run the end of season college tournament. Okay. We started just with the teams that were in our college league, um. But now we've opened it up to teams across the nation, and even um. In Europe as well. Okay. Um, even though we haven't had a European team come yet. Um, it's open for entry. It's open. And we've only announced that like 
the year before. I don't even know if we're doing it this year. But um, teams from around the nation are coming. And the standard's just good in terms of it's organized. You know, you've got branding there. You've What's got the format? Officials. Brackets? Um, it depends Doing like on March Madness many. kind of thing if you get enough people in it? Usually it's, um, let's say you've got 15 teams. Yep. Three courts, so pools of five, okay. round robin, okay, and then quarter final, no semis, then finals. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool. All right, so that's yeah. what we've normally done, but it depends how many teams we get signed. It's up. volume, right? We want to give you the most amount of game time. Yes, and we try to aim with at least a full length game because at a tournament we don't play full length games. Okay, they're shortened down games because what do you play? Um, it varies on how many, but we try and allocate twenty minutes. Okay, um, you do it in halves or you do it in quarters? Halves. Okay. Sometimes we go straight. Oh, okay. that's the most game time. Yeah, 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 um, of course. But it, it really depends. Um, and then just keep the subs switching in? Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. Um, and then you get timeouts and all sure, that Sure, sure, sure. Um, so, I can't remember what I was saying, but... Um, just the, the quality, and, and, oh, the and, quality and, yeah. and and the people that are coming officials. in. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody buys into it. Everybody buys into it. Then you've got the media crew there. You've got the, the brand in there. We've got the prizes. Does it trophies. get televised anywhere? It doesn't get televised. No? Uh, uh, like because I know you've got Live. the YouTube and you got the, yeah. you know, you got the LBA YouTube. And I know they've got yes. the Instagram and yes. Twitter as yes, well. Yes, and, yeah. and that's probably the primary, is it? Yeah, we just, before we used to go on live stream. Okay. But we just go on Instagram Live. And not even the whole event. Just like part of the Tasters, events. Tasters, yeah, teasers, exactly, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, Yeah, because I, I don't know, like... I just feel like, like have you ever spoken to London Live? We have actually. Have you? Yeah, yeah. They had us down for a meeting one time and to live on the air for like a show. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. I was just like, they're not very diverse in their programming. And yeah. I used to know the guy that ran that thing, right? And uh, and I just wondered if if there had been any kind of yeah. you know that kind of filming discussion. No, but that would be a good conversation. But even so, I don't know if what we're bringing to the table. Is right quality enough to be put on the TV because the level can be good or it could be quite bad. Sure. You know, and it's really Nobody about the experience. Nobody watching one right? <laughs> yeah. And it's about the experience and the life lessons at the moment. Sure. Um, but, you know, we're investing in the league. Um, so, should we talk about the leagues a bit? Please. So, the way we invest in the leagues, um, all the schools, we're qualifying students. Okay. Teachers. And parents to become rocks. Okay. Referees, table coaches. Gotcha. Um, because that's building that infrastructure. Yeah, that's it, exactly right. So now um, the quality of the game should be should rise. Yep. Um, we're also bringing down each school has to give us three people who's going to be a part of the LBA media crew now. Okay. We're going to qualify them. We're going to kick them out. So they're at their home games. So that means we like using resources in the best way. Mm-hmm. And then it goes towards their coursework. And gotcha. we're creating a pool of like um, media personnel. So when media have, professionals. Yeah. So when we have our events, like our holiday activities, mm-hmm. we need media. We can hire these kids yes. now. Yeah. And you know the job's going to get done in the way that you want exactly, it to get done. Exactly. Beautiful. So new. We haven't executed it yet fully, mm-hmm. but we've t- trialed it out. And so far, so good. And yeah, it's pretty powerful. You know? Nice. Um, so we're investing in the league in that capacity. You know, it's it's got a long way to go. It's got a long of course. Way to go. So talk to me about where you see it on where, that long on that long journey. Where where, where where's LBA five years? Obviously new new brand. Sure, sure. Right? New yeah, brand. Yeah, rebrand. Dream yeah. team plus yeah, yeah. plus plus some. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What else? Um Okay, funny, how's that streaming? 
Nah, it's fine. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I don't mind the noise good, or anything. Good, 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 By yeah. the way, guys, this is the first podcast that we've done outdoors. So uh, <laughs> just so we can be a bit loud and uh, you might get some background noise, but we'll try to edit that out post. Yeah, so don't worry about air. it. Yeah. So tell me, five years, where, where five are we at? Five years. So like, I mean, imagine having NCAA done again mm-hmm. in the best way. Okay. So that's a potential opportunity in terms of the school arena. You yep. know, why not do that over here? I think it's done in America. I think they got it in Australia. Yep. And other parts of it. So we could just copy from the best, but do it in a great way, right? Um, so, and then five years from now, 10 years from now, I think one of our goals is, no, I know one of our goals is to, people can play with free clicks. And I, let me explain that. So when you go online, free clicks and yep, you're signed and up, you're, you're ready to play. Yep. There you go. Right now, good luck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. Luck. Well, I was going to ask well, you about how well, someone gets involved in it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because technology, and that we, we love technology here, and technology is going to bridge a lot of gaps and bring the game closer, more efficient, and um, actually get the next generation really involved. Yes. Um, so we partnered with a technology company. Okay. And um, so once we qualify Rocks, yep. they connect to this online platform called All Officials. Okay. And... Um, that's kind of like Uber, you know. Oh, and right. It connects sports event organizers with sports officials. Okay. So, so I need I need a ref. There you I, need, go. I need a timekeeper. There you go. There I, you I go. go on here. There you go. Who's in my area or go. who's available yes. to come? Both yes. put the put the call out, bad there signal out, and then whoever responds. There you go. There you Love go. that. Yeah. That's beautiful. And we've been using it for two seasons now. How's it going? Uh, exceptionally well. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And that's network growth. Right. Yeah. So again, that's the qualification plus a place for them to facilitate what that's they've right. learned and what they're qualified right. in. So check this in October last year. Yep. We qualified and Brent 25 young people in their holiday. They came out of their holiday down to the school to get qualified as a referee and a table official. Wow. Last Sunday, I've gone to a, my son plays in a, a under 10s league. Okay. Which I volunteered down there and coached the team. Okay. As I'm walking out, I see a girl that done the court. I said, what are you doing here? She said, I've come in to referee. I said, are you getting paid? He said, yes. I said, that's what I like to hear. And I'm just like. That's proof in the pudding. I'm stoked. Yes. You know, because that is, that is exactly These that. are the seeds yeah. starting to bud. Yeah. Right? That's amazing. And she could be 14 or 15 years You're old. You're joking. I'm, I can't Oh, my up. God. Yeah. Yeah. Social impact. Social impact. Come on. Yeah. It's that's deep. beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. And that's just one story. There's so many of these stories that just happen. Like, just, just well, now you got magic in here and you can yes. do some marketing with it. It's these kind of stories that get life put to them. That's right. right? So That's now right. it's not just an abstract thing. It's Tony saying, oh, I met this girl. She did this thing. Now you talk to the girl That's and right. you can show them, right, right, what that thing looks like in real terms, That's you right. know, and... I mean, that's that's everything for that's me right. in terms of like basketball. That's, right. that's what it does, yeah. right? The game's a beautiful thing, but the impact. Mm. And that's what I wanted to talk about because it was one of the things I wanted to cover because along with these tournaments, along with the certification, yeah. along with everything else that you're doing, there is actually real tangible benefits that you're bringing to the table from a social impact, that's from a right. community impact perspective. Yeah. Can you speak on just some of those sure, numbers? Sure. So, I mean, in our first five years, we attributed to Save the Society over 50 million. Right. In terms of? In terms of there's seven prolific areas in society which we've measured against. For example, crime, obesity, mm-hmm. substance misuse, um, to name a few. Right? Sure. So let me explain that to you to give you a bit of Please. a rough. Because when I explain it to people for the first time, they're like, what the hell are you talking mm-hmm. about, Tony? Cool. Let me explain it to you. <laughs> Every young person that gets sent to prison like Felton, which is a juvenile jail, yep. you know, that costs the taxpayers like 100, 100K. 
Yes. Really like 150 cases. They're more likely to reoffend. Right. So the recidivism so, of them going exactly. in. Exactly. So we're a pre- preventative and we're an intervention. Um, or we kind of um, turn them around once they get with us. Now they have options. You know, when they come out of prison, now they can make money. They don't have to go in. Intervention, rehabilitation. There you go. Okay. There you go. So um, that's just one example um, of social cause. Um, we have, like I said, 70 volunteers and interns. So they come to us. And we don't babysit. Mm-hmm. We give them real experience, you know, in departments that they want a career in, whether that's um, accounting, marketing, you know, um, administration, right, um, project management, so life coaching. skills. Yeah, we and we give them. We throw them in a the deep end with training and say, look, you got a strong, beautiful mind. Bring that to the table. We want your opinions. Yes, you know, we want, we want your brain. We want your input here, like. It counts. Come to the table. Exactly. You get a seat. Exactly. That's right. We're listening. Love right. that, man. And woo, it's powerful. It's powerful. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So that money, mm. it's not just, oh, yeah, we think it. We mm. think it. Mm. You can attribute it to cost. That's right. That's right. And to the okay. offsetting of those costs. So, so just to put in another context. So yeah. how we did it. So we got a session on Saturdays. Okay. Eight till 10 in Northwest 10. <laughs> so that's a rough neighborhood. So it's looking at national statistics, crime, NHS, mm-hmm. and the police reports and stuff. If you're with us every week during that time frame and you're 18 years old um, from an ethnic minority black background, yep. you're this likely to be obese or commit crime or whatever. So against our data, it measures that and says, right, then that's how we get We to negate that. that. Exactly. So it, that's how it can um, – there's a super algorithm that this professor done. Um, and Sir Keith Mills had put together the um, um, funding to commission this work. Sir gotcha. Keith Mills in- created the Air Miles, okay. as in Air Miles, and he created the Nectar Card. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's done the data and the algorithm to work out he, the offset cost that, based yes. on what the current cost exactly. of expenditure because across those no, parameters is. Yes, because nobody had ever really said, everyone knew sport benefits society. Of course. But nobody has put something together where we can monetize that. And say this much. There you go. And in these ways. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Man. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. the, 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 um, the childhood obesity epidemic mm. that's in this country. Mm. I mean, if that not alone deserves to give this you know, support the funding it needs to continue and, and, and build up on these things. I mean, what are we talking about? Then we roll crime into it. Then we roll overall health into it. You know what I mean? And and, and the recidivism rates that can be cut down or, or the rehabilitation factors. That can be, I mean, this is all this is all amazing stuff. So, you know, somebody's going to get on board. It's inevitable, right? It's just a matter of time. Well, we have, we've got potential to be a great, you know. Um, I, think what you're, I think what you're doing already is great. I, I, but we're I, here I, right yeah, now. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're step yes, one, right? Yes, That's yes, it. Yeah, yeah. So, Rome wasn't built in a day, as they say, right? So man. It's a work in progress, but the way we work, the team, it's, it's really a powerful You sound enthusiastic day, still 10 years in, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and kind of ready to go, ready to keep pushing. Yes, yeah, nice. I want to pivot a little bit. Sure. I want to talk about basketball. Sure, I want to talk sure, about sure. the NBA. I okay, want to talk okay. about you as a fan sure, of the sure, sport, sure. right? Because you have to be. If I you're going to invest yeah. your life in it, definitely, right? Yeah. So the NBA season just got shut down, right? Right, because of all this COVID stuff, right? Yeah. And we're about the appropriate distance away, right? So, uh, so stay right there, yeah. Um, who's your player? Uh, who's Kobe. your player? Kobe. Oh, oh, so I used to live in LA. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, first right. five years of my life, I pretty much grew up in LA. Oh, so were you born in the states? No, I was born here, but at six months I moved there. Ah, and I came back at like five years old. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So and, I, I went back. Ironically. 36. Okay. Yeah, I went back in 
February for uh, 10 days. Did you? This February. Did you? So I got to see a lot of stuff and, you know, pay my respects. Mm. Got some pictures at the memorial that was around for me. So, yeah. Sad day. Man, I was just crying that whole time, man. Just getting on any guinea pig. I think yeah. for me, it was one of those, um, it was like a 9-11 moment. Right. Do you know what I mean? It like when I hard. found, it hit hard. when I found out about it, mm-hmm. I will never forget in my life mm-hmm. where and how I found mm-hmm. out about it, you know? Yeah. And, mate, I, I wasn't, I wasn't crying yeah. per se. It didn't sink in but it, again. I'm like, fake news. Thank you. Fake news. Thank you. Fake it news. took me three days yeah. to basically absorb yeah. what was actually happening as a reality. And. Like, Kobe was like a dad to me, like a guiding figure to me when I was growing up. Too powerful, man. Too guy. powerful. Yeah. I got to see him play twice. Oh. Yeah. One at the Staples. I was way at the back. I mean. Doesn't matter. The wall was behind me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got the ticket. You got I did. the ticket stuff. And in the UK, but he didn't really play much because no. he was on an injury. But the That's crowd right. went crazy for him. It was like, Kobe. But he was just getting going. In his second life, right? Man. Like, and I was Wins enjoying Oscar, that story. Like, you know. I was, uh, that story was just. Beautiful. And what he was doing with Gianna. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's just. It, I mean, it, it is a tragic, tragic yeah. loss. And yeah. it, and it, and it, it definitely messed me up for, yeah. for, for a while. I'm still not. Like, I still think about it. Like, almost every day. And I'm just like. It's just like anybody else. Like, I don't wish it on anybody, but geez, like, come on, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that that was brutal. So, were you a Lakers fan then? I'm a Lakers fan, yeah. Come I'm on. Happy right now with the, the how we was going with LeBron AD. Mm. You know, the team is nice right now. It is very, very yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I, I'm exact. Like, you're sitting in, like basically across from a mirror, mate, because <laughs> I'm, Kobe's my favorite. Okay. Other than Magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe's my favorite player right, of all right, time, right, right? And I've been a Lakers fan since. 1994 huh. right and i don't watch the nba as much as i used to because i don't have the time mm-hmm. right three hours for a game that's right, you know right. could end Highlights, up being john is all, all that yes, yeah, yeah yeah instagram all that so yes. i stay up to date with everything and obviously you know what what lebron's doing in uh, in la now mm-hmm. is is nice but i've never been a lebron fan right, right. never been a lebron fan I, but i think it was more the kind of the same reason i didn't like michael during the 90s Right, because it was like nobody else got a crack at it. Like right, nobody right. else was gonna win unless he was out, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, just I've always been anchored in Kobe. I've always been in a, anchored in Kobe. What do you think about the NBA these days? Because if you've grown up with it, like I have, and we're a very similar age, yeah. you you've seen the hand checking, you've seen the physicality in the early '90s. That's the basketball I like. Right, right. I like right. contact basketball, and I think this stuff today, with no hand checks and you know people taking four steps, you know, <laughs> they're more athletic than ever, they but they don't play the game fundamentally sound yeah. like they ever have before. That's my opinion. Yeah. Don't be jaded by it. <laughs> NBA, NBA, on one hand, I just love it. You know, like, because one guy, I had a conversation with one guy is telling me about the production. Mm. And I didn't realize the lights that they used, they mm. made that court shine. Yes. And I didn't even realize it to this guy. Like, the way they do it, I mean, you just, you, I just have to appreciate it because. Well, the beast that is the NBA is just yeah. something like. And then I studied them in a way where, wow, they, like, they created their own NBA TV channel. And then yep. they create their own like internet thing, so you can watch their game, their own platform. Yep. So they're not on YouTube like that. They like they don't have a YouTube channel nah. per se. They have their own freaking coded piece of work. You, you come know? to us yeah. to our thing yeah. that we built. So the way they do things, I, I just I, I just sit in awe of how they do things. Um, I'm just intrigued by it really because there's so much to learn from it. 
and then you got like the Euro League as well. Mm. But in terms of the NBA players, yeah, so athletic. Oh, mate. Um, Zion Williams. I'm oh. looking forward to that story, and even just the season, him and um, the Greek freak. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it a Giannis or yeah, 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 yeah. And every he, he's just going. He's kind of finding his rhythm now. Lonzo First Ball. Sure. I never really liked him, but this season he's kind of getting the. It's not bit. Lonzo. I don't like it's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I just he's a, think he's he was a clown. Good. But I didn't watch him in college, and I heard he was dominating in college. Oh, man, he, he, he was a beast in college. Yeah, he yeah. was a beast in college. But something about that jump shot just had me like, right, I was right. like, ooh, that, is that going to work with the with the boys in the league? I don't know if that's going to work right. But, right, right. again, he's coming into his own. It's a maturation yes, process, yes, right? That's exactly. really what it is. You can only is. get better. Of course. Of course. And LeBron, you know, he's gotten better in terms of his shot and stuff like that. And Number three now, isn't he? Is he? Wow, All time. Jesus. All time yeah, scoring. Yeah, wow. And he's healthy. Yeah, exactly. But you he know? spends a million pounds on his body every year. Yeah, that's right. I remember Conor McGregor saying, switching sports, right? He's like, I just realized that LeBron spends like $1.5 million a year on his health, and I didn't spend anything. There you go. So it's a game changer, right? Yes. You know, so it's that, it's so, that mindset. Yeah, so I'm just like always kind of refining, picking up these gold gems that they're mm. all doing because they're doing things that kind of nobody else is doing or they're doing it in the best way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. But I think that retired players, UK should start to, um, BBL over here should start to recruit some of their players, right? But that's happening in Australia right yes, now. Yes, yes. Yeah, because NBA players <laughs> are investing in the Australian league because they can't invest in the NBA league because it costs too much. Yes, of course. Like, teams cost millions Yes, now. yes. So, but they can invest over there, which tells me that basketball in Australia is going to rise. Yep. It's a kind of NBA standard kind of thing. But once that's saturated, it moves. UK? Yep. Or wherever, I don't know where, but you think it's, the it's natural gonna... next one would be here. But do you know what it is? There's facilities here. Who the hell is that? There's sports culture here. It's Australia, man. They, what, they got Luke Longley. They got a good um sport infrastructure. I know it's good they sports do. Sports culture. Yeah, of course they we, do. I don't think we it's have not that. Like that here. You know, we win like medals at the Olympics. I don't think we have a good sport. Well, look what's happened to in, British in cycling since the Olympics. Respect, yeah. And I don't like to say that in a negative way or a bad way, but. America's got a sport culture. There's nothing wrong with shining a light on inefficiencies. Right. And and, and Britain and the UK <laughs> as a whole has an inefficiency around sport. Why? Because it's what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. They're more interested in pre- in preserving yes. traditional yeah. sports yeah. rather than looking at what the next thing is. Yeah. And the next thing is right in front of them. And it's going to be bigger than all of those other things put together. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a lack of foresight. And that puts us in a good position. Of course it does. Because if we're in it, we're... We're experts in this of field. Of course. You know, I think we're an invaluable resource and they should tap into us. Because the way I see it, we're here to be used. Um, so come and use us. But at, at the same time, it reciprocated the other way. Well, know? that's it. It's got to yeah, be a two-way two way relationship. Ultimately. So Absolutely. I'm comfortable with that. I'm here to serve you. You know, and everybody. And if it's about the game mm. and if it's about the community, then you can't go wrong. Because the rest will take care of itself. Mm. This is a beautiful game that we've got here. Right. People gravitate towards it brings families together. Right. My mom, you know, she she'd make time. She comes, she'd leave like her diner job. Right. To come and watch me play basketball. And then all of a sudden we got a little good because, you know, I was I was so entrenched in it. I brought the team up. All of a sudden the students come out. All of a sudden there's a community around this thing. And I grew up in a small town that didn't give a one care in the world about basketball. Right. Right. It was a hockey town. Right. It was a nice hockey town, but it shifted. Yeah, just a little bit, yeah. but it shifted, right? And now it's 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 just gone on strength to strength, right? Same thing happens. So, Same thing happens here. So just to pivot slightly, we Please. Can come back to it. Yeah. Um, so when we started LBA, there was a couple core things, you know. Um, we had to be. 
accountable for everything we said. Mm. We do what we say and say what we do. And boss boys are used to that. Mm. Like if you try and call a boss boy team or email and WhatsApp them, they might not get back to you. We do that to everyone. Um, I remember I saw an interview with you that said, we have a landline. Yeah. You can call us <laughs> and speak to somebody. Yeah. I saw you in an interview. You yeah. said that. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's about real connection. Yeah. That makes me that makes me confident in the journey that he's on. Yeah. Because you give a, you, you, you care. A hundred percent. Right. I get on my team. I say, where's the phone? You know, yeah. like if we're being asked where it's not, I can't see it all. Yeah. 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 yeah it's just, it matters. Things. And not only that, we, su- we supposed to respond as soon as possible via email, you know, if it's yeah. an email. Just to say, hey, we're busy right now. We'll get back to you. You got a certain standard of service yeah, that you expect yeah. to maintain. And I took that from one of my mentors. Man, this guy was a millionaire. And he had millionaire habits. But he had holes <laughs> in his socks at the same time. You know? And I was like, whoa, what the hell is going yeah, on here? Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Kind of blew my mind a bit. But um, this um, one of the things was just getting back to people. Boom. Yep. Like, it was ridiculous. So I kind of took that habit. Well, that's the whole thing that I was saying earlier about my coach, what he said, if you show up on time, you're late, Yeah. right? It's about building good, smart, positive, constructive habits. Right. And basketball's got that in its in its DNA, oh. right? In the fiber of what that's this right. thing is. It teaches right. those things because if you, if you don't have those things, you're not successful in any facet of this game from an organizational point of view, from a playing point of view, any of that stuff. Like even before we started LBA, like one of the things is coaches getting paid mm. because I was at um, places where they would pay me eight months later, three months later sometimes, you know? And it's just detrimental to the sport. Correct. And the new generation ain't going to put up with that. They're going to be like, forget this. I'm going, I'm gone. I'm going retail. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not coming back. There you go. Yeah. So, like, everybody, they, we say, hey, we're transparent, number one, and we pay everybody. In fact, we love paying people. That's why my managers, I love to pay people. Yeah, why not? You know? Yeah. Why not? I'm paying people, then we must be doing something right. Correct. We must be getting paid, too. Correct. You know, so it's... And if you're paying mentality. people, you're paying the right people because yeah. you're creating an incubator type of uh, right. environment where you're bringing these people up. That's so right. you know the people that are going to be paid. Like That's that girl right. that you mentioned earlier, exactly. right? I mean, exactly. this important case. And we like to pay people good rates because yeah. then you're going to have a standard and they're going to appreciate that standard. And they're not going to want to blow it off. There you like go. it's not worth their That's attention right. or their That's time, right? right? right. So investment. That's right. For That's sure, right. man. So we, we think about things quite diligently, you know, before we execute. Because whatever we say yes to, we do. Love that. And it's quality. I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. We'll man. say no if we have to. Well, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You can't be a yes man. There you go. Right? Some that hard decisions. And, was. Well, that was hard. you know, <laughs> different strokes, but then we, and, you then know, we ch- in different positions yeah. and whatnot. Yes, so, yeah, but you got to kind of, you know, get to that point and then you buckle down and you start to be a little bit more rigid with things and sure. you know just putting those processes in place so sure. listen i want to end this thing okay. with the way that I, I i kind of end all of my one-to-one interviews of sure. my conversations right did you have more points though oh did you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going keep going okay, okay. you sure you know, of course i'm not yeah. in a rush no okay, no no, okay. no. So, no i see you shivering yeah oh yeah, yeah. my hands are a bit cold <laughs> but i'm good i'm enjoying this um, yeah so you know we have a few projects in the pipeline okay and we always re- refine ourselves all the time because we love feedback yep and that keeps us super relevant okay and it's all about remaining super relevant for us um so one of our future programs is esports okay yeah what do you okay. think about esports i think it's the biggest thing that most people aren't paying attention to i agree so we went to an esport no uh, a sports technology conference two years in a row now and the first one they said you cannot ignore esports yeah and if you invest in it now later on you'll be like well this is like investing in apple before people knew what apple was if you look at um fifa um 
World Cup, they had like, I can't remember how many million people was watching it, but the eSports FIFA online gaming um, had a lot more million people watching it. Oh, it blows it out of the water. Crazy. The viewership on eSports. I mean, all you got to do is look at like YouTube. Yeah, and look at the guy, look at the guys who are playing the and, video games and, and people live, watching though. them. Yeah. Of course, of course, and, yeah, yeah. So I think that block out the O two. Yeah, don't don't quote me on this. I think on TV they was watching the the people the people World Cup maybe. I think the the esports finals was like hundred million or something. It's nuts. It was crazy. So it's like, yeah, but nobody really understands it that well yet. No. So it's kind of untapped territory and. So what are you going to do in the uh-huh. esports in, right. in, in, so, in, the, in the esports arena? What, so, what does that look so, like? So um, interesting, you know, we're in the school realms and we have physical teams playing against each other. Mm-hmm. But we, parallel to that, we want to introduce the um, the esports league. Okay. And um, actually, that gives a whole new clientele to help us with our charity objectives. And I know there's a lot of negative talk about esports because you're thinking they're just sitting down and stuff. Actually, they can socialize. They can. Um, 88% of um, people that play the sport, the, the esports game of basketball, football, or rugby, they want to play the physical sport. Right. You know, so that gives us opportunity to get those esports people to transition. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's a whole, we have a whole plan in place, but we can't execute yet because we don't have the funding. Right. We have a rule of thumb. Unless we have the funding, we won't do it because we can't execute it. Well, that's the, that's the point, right? And, exactly. and why do something half-assed if, if, if it's going to if it's gonna appear that way on exactly. the on, on the production side of it, exactly. right? But that's really, really cool. So that would look like what? Like running NBA 2K tournaments? The, NBA, the good thing is we only need to work with one game, NBA 2K. We've already got a partner in the esports world who will help us with the setup. We'll probably start a lot smaller and just pilot a few times. Mate, that's going to blow up. Yeah. And then, Forget about it. I know, right? So... It's so just, what's the infrastructure for something like that? What what's needed? Um, good internet. Gotcha. Uh, and that could cost a lot of money, but it depends where you're doing it. Yeah, of course. And then you need like the consoles, like the PlayStation, yeah, the yeah, Xboxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you need. Uh, so usually we could probably just do it at school because they've got rooms and they've got basketball courts. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, that works right there. Um, promotion, money. You know, essentially, and a team to plan it and execute it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So is that that is that looking like a 2021 or a little farther on than that? Maybe. I mean, it all depended on on the, on the funding, right? At the end of the day. Yeah, but you know what? We're trying to be six months to a year in advance in our planning. So and is this in those? It. You know. We try and stick to that plan as much as possible, but <laughs> we want to do it as soon as possible. Sure, sure. So well, you got to grab I, that by the horns. I would say it's going to happen sooner than later. Sooner than nice. Later. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, like, I mean, I know esports. I, I mean, I've, I've been aware of esports for a number of years. And, and you know, when you see when you see stadiums <laughs> being filled up with fans who want to watch kids <laughs> yeah. play a video game yeah. on a big screen, yeah. and then you see the likes of these YouTubers, PewDiePie, and people like this who are, you know, making – you know, upwards of 10 million a year by sitting at home playing games and other people watching them. I mean, obviously, obviously, but that's not taken into account the transitionary benefits of taking digital to physical and all of the impact things that we've talked about already, you know? So at that first conference that I went, Sport Tech 1, NBA was there. Okay. And we're there talking about it. And um, actually, um, the eSports company that we partnered with, their goal is to have the first London team 
Oh, wow. Yeah, so imagine we've got the kids in our league yeah. doing it. So now we're, they're recruiting into the to the London team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Big. Exciting. Yeah. But why not think big? You know, because even if you Stay short, home if you don't. <laughs> right? There you go. Reach for the stars land on the moon. There you go. You're still in space. You know, you're still out of this world. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yes, yeah. What else? Um, that's it for now. Yeah? That's it for now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this... I not think of anything else off the top of my head, but... Well, I'm certainly hoping that this isn't going to be a one-off. Sure. All right? So, um, so we'll definitely get back around to it. And, you know, I, I'm interested in seeing where this thing goes as well. And, you know, it was my interest that kind of made me reach out and say, Let, let's have a conversation about this. Because I think if I can help with any sort of exposure, you know, it, it's a passion thing of mine as well. And I... I love basketball, so, you know, anything I can do to help promote it in this country, you know, I'm happy to do that. Um, I was saying before, sorry, you're going to say well, something. I just say that's powerful for us because it's, my mom always said it's not what you know, it's who you know, and it's connecting network. those dots because you know what we're about now. It's network. And you're going to meet a lot of people and you'll be like, hey, there's someone you need to speak with or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know? and similarly on your side, if you think there's people that I should be speaking to to further this agenda, then you let me know and I'll go and, and I'll go and talk to them. I'll put a microphone in their face and okay. say, let's have a chat. Sure. You know, I'd love okay. to do that. I'd love to support this in, in any way I can because I think it's a beautiful cause, man. So, you know, it's great. Um, so, shiver in hands. We got one more thing to cover. Cool, cool. Yeah. I'm good. I do all of my, I finish all of my conversations and I mentioned this on my email. Oh, yes, yes. With, Something that came out of a TV show that I used to watch. I don't know if you've ever heard of Inside the Actor's Studio. Uh, no. Right? So it was done out of NYU, right? Okay. Which is a film school in New York. Sure. And it was a guy called James Lipton. So he would interview, like, all famous actors sure. and whatever, whatever, right? And at the end of every interview, it asked him 10 questions, right? And the 10 questions are just very quick fire. So no prep, okay. nothing like that. All you got to do is tell me what comes to mind sure. and just answer honestly, sure, all right? Sure. So I'm just going to go down. Usually there's 10. There's 11 in this one because I've added a different one. I've added a, an additional one. All right? So, number one, what's your favorite word? Um, sensational. Sensational. Love it. What's your least favorite word? <laughs> what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, on spool three. Turns me on. Um, no, and I have a challenge in the morning. Yeah? Yeah. I, I like a challenge. What turns you off? Um, people. <laughs> <laughs> you want to elaborate on that? Well, you know, yeah, you're in a people business. <laughs> I am, but people are the hardest thing about my business. Yeah, for sure. When I deal with so many people that. Uh, people are the hardest thing because you want to please everyone, you can't please everyone, and it's not my job to please everyone. And a lot of people, cause if you're the CEO, you're the head of the organization, or you're responsible for all of this stuff. Yep. So, people is the hardest thing. Gotcha. What's your favorite curse word? Um, right now it's <laughs> it's um uh honest cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> What sound or noise do you love? Um, I like waves, rain, like my house. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, well, I 
work in a studio, as you saw, and yep. these other businesses. So when I hear somebody else's music, mm-hmm. and I'm working and I'm grinding and I'm like, all right, <laughs> whatever it is, I'm just like, you're killing me right now. <laughs> I can't do other people's music that's meant for them and it's not I'm hearing it. Put your headphones in. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. What profession, other than the one you're doing now, would you love to do? So, coaching doesn't count, I guess. What? Nah, if it's, no, if it's, if it's anything what you're doing now, what else? What else? Um, I love technology. So, I would have to say technology. I would have to say business. I'd have to say um, explore different things as well. There's got a lot to offer. I, I, I would like to test out a few other things. But technology and just business in general. Okay. Um, nice. And... What's a job that you definitely couldn't do? Uh, job I couldn't do. I don't really have limits, so I don't. I, I don't know. Do I have to name one? You gotta name one. Okay, name one. A job I wouldn't that you do. absolutely wouldn't do or couldn't do. Um, I'm trying to think of jobs I've seen that I'm like, hell no. Um, Crack somebody's rib cage open, take the heart out. If I had to. <laughs> <laughs> To, um, oh man, plumber. Uh, I don't know why I'm feeding you these. Yeah, you give me something. Um, unless there, unless there's nothing you can't do or wouldn't do. Okay, okay, okay. A tornado runner. You know <laughs> A those tornado guys? chaser. There you go. Hell no. Hell no. No thanks. No thanks. Nice. Cool. So this is usually the last one, but I got one more after this. If heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say when you arrive? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Last one. You're invested here, mm-hmm. and you, this is everything, right? That's what I kind of get the sense for. Mm-hmm. You win $10 million tonight. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do or the first thing you buy tomorrow? So, I thought about this, and I probably ain't going to do nothing for the first eight days. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? Why? Because I've heard a lot of stories, and... I'm going to finish what I started, make sure what I started is legacy so it continues. And then I'm going to do what I need to do with that 10 mil potentially. Or I might invest 10% into part of it into like the charity. Yep. Part of it into family and friends. And part of it to myself. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's probably the least selfish answer I've ever gotten right. for that question. Huh. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Beautiful. Tell people where they can get in touch with you. Tell them where they can contact you. Tell them your details, everything else. Um. So, um, Lazar Tony, that's L-A-Z-A-R-E. Um, that's for Instagram. Um, Tony at thelba.co.uk. And that's T-H-E-L-B-A.co.uk. Um, LBA landline is 023 They're also on WhatsApp. But you can find us, London Basketball Association. Just Google us. You'll find us on Instagram, everywhere, all of the regular platforms and stuff like that. Beautiful. Yeah, and Beautiful. I'm on LinkedIn as well, Tony Lazar. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
Absolute pleasure, mate. Likewise. And uh, yeah, I hope we do it again for sure. But um, yeah, I love what you're doing and uh, and it's been a pleasure sitting down with you. Pleasure so thanks for your down. time. I appreciate it. Likewise. That was great. Beautiful. Awesome.